0: to play. Welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas. In this episode, we're going to really look at what rules you're following in your life, when they might be helpful and serve you well, and when they might be harmful and actually not help you forward at all, but just to leave you in despair, leaving you feeling guilty or ashamed, giving you a sense of failure. So let's dive in. As someone working with perfectionists for a living, I notice, and I've noticed for many years, that they often are rule followers. Rules can give you a sense of structure and order, it can give you a semblance of control, so no wonder that people who have high standards for themselves like to follow rules. It can help us feel like we know what's going to happen, like we have predictability. And rules are also helpful in our society, so I'm not here to slate rules. Because rules can help us tell right from wrong. So rules themselves don't cause the problem, it is the rigid following of rigid rules which is the problem. When rules become too strict, too inflexible, too unkind to either you or other people around you, then the rules are no longer functional, no longer workable. Rather they are dogmatic and they can cause a sense of stuckness. So you can recognize a rule based on so-called if-then statements. If that's a rule that you have in your life for how you have to behave, or how you have to be, then we can recognize it by if dot dot dot, then dot dot dot. Like if this happens, then you do that. So some of the rules that we have, some of these if-then statements can be really helpful. Like, if you see an old lady struggling, then help her out. Okay, that can be quite helpful. Because this might fit in line with your values. Kindness, or generosity, or supportiveness. All of these things might be very important to you. So this rule of, if you see someone struggling, then you help them out, might actually serve you really well. Of becoming the person you want to be, or acting like the person you want to be. But sometimes these rules are less helpful. Maybe even unhelpful. Because they can put pressures on us to be perfect, or always following these rules. And because they are so strict, it can be impossible to follow them. We inevitably fail. And in order to know if your rule is too strict or too rigid, look out for little key filler words like must. Should, never, or always. There are key clue for us that the rule might be all or nothing or black and white, that the rule is stated in absolute terms, like I must always help other people, is then a rule which can, which can be unhelpful, even though it is about kindness, which might be your value, as it doesn't take into account your own capacity or what's going on for you. So if you follow this rule, must always help other people. You might be helping others at your own detriment and risk burning yourself out. There is no grayscale or balance in that statement, because it has the word must. This becomes so common for perfectionists that we even jokingly call it masturbation, that when someone who is high striving engages in masturbation, it means that they're following rigid rules must must must, must please others, must follow in line, must do what I'm told. So, we want to make sure that this doesn't become all or nothing as well, because it can be really helpful to have rules around helping other people. When we hold that gently. When we make efforts to be kind to others. So for this rule to be flexible and workable, then we need to rewrite it a bit. Maybe something like this. I'll try to help other people when I can. So rather than must always help other people, I'll try to help other people when I can, allows you to also tune into your own capacity. To choose when to show up for others, and to choose when you need to say no. Otherwise that rule, if it becomes too rigid and too strict, it can lead to a second statement. If I don't help people, I've let them down. Or I've failed. Or I'm not good enough. It's often these follow-on statements that I hear in my private practice. That is about failing and not being good enough. I got this idea for this podcast episode when I was watching my son colour in a dinosaur. We were doing some drawing together on a nice worksheet. And I was watching my own rules show up about colouring within the lines. I became mindful and aware of how these rules have shaped me. How there comes an urge to correct or to improve or even to perfect. The things that others do. So this is where we have to have a think about how things go backwards in time. You know, how far these patterns run in your life. And where those rules have come from. You know, having a bit of a reality check that through no fault of their own, your parents did the best they could with you. But they may have given rise to certain rules. You know, rules for living that you have developed across your life. And they show up for you in your present moment. And the way you deal with that then also impacts on your future and then the future of your children. This is not just about always following the rules and never following the rules. This is not just about always color within the lines or never color within the lines. This is about tuning into where we need to be able to follow the rules and stay within the lines when appropriate. And when we need to allow ourselves the permission to smash through those lines when needed. So this cannot be another all or nothing scenario where I tell you to now always break the rules. I can't give you another rule to follow about whether to follow rules or break them. I'm giving you the permission to choose, the permission to let go of should and must and look at your own capacity on a case by case basis. Can I adhere to this rule? Or is this rule too strict and and all or nothing? Does this rule serve me? or is it time to soften it, or let it go? So these are some of the common things I hear people say. I must follow the rules. I should do what I'm told. Stay within the lines. Don't stand out. Be neat and tidy. Get it right. Be the best. Mustn't gain weight. Need to restrict. Always be in control. So now that you've listened thus far, what are your rules? What do you feel that you must do? Or that you absolutely aren't allowed to do? So what are your if, then statements, your rules for living your life? What do you fear will happen if you soften these rules or actually even rewrite them? What do you fear will happen if you let them go? What could you gain in your life if your rules were a little bit more flexible? Could you gain some time, energy, focus, fulfillment, joy, connection with others? What would you get if your rules weren't so strict? And what would you have less of in your life if you softened your rules? Less self-criticism, shame, guilt, blame, disappointment, failure? Is there a difference between the sets of rules you hold yourself accountable to compared to the ones you hold for others? Perhaps you need yourself to always perform at work, but you don't expect that of your colleague. Perhaps you need yourself to never shout at your kids, but you would understand it totally if your tired friend lost a temper with their kids. Perhaps you tell your partner to take a break and not work so hard, but you continue to push yourself. So just reflect on that. Do you have a different measuring tape for yourself than you do for those you love? A different set of rules to follow. As I will love you and leave you now, take this insight with you into your day. Your week, your month, be curious rather than furious with yourself. The first thing to do by these rigidly held rules is to become aware of them, become mindful of them, to notice them when they occur, when they get triggered. When you have that urge to just fall in line and do what you're told. Then, you can gently soften your rules when you've noticed them. Now, this is a really important reminder. These rules have been laid down over a long period of time in your life. So go easy on yourself about letting them go. It won't happen in a heartbeat. And we're not aiming for perfection. We're aiming for progress. And as always do try to look after yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up When you're asking yourself to take a break, perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thetomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas, and you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.